Hey everyone, and welcome back to Be You with Be You. Today we have a very insightful conversation between Brian and Jay Shetty, where they discuss best advice, worst advice, and so much more. Here's episode 94 of Be You with Be You. You can't be anything you want. We talked the other night just about where people... I think right now in the world are really is, uh, and I think that message really needs to be pushed out right now because people need that courage to step into it. And how many of you have listened to Jay's podcast? Awesome. So if you've listened to Jay on his podcast, something that I've noticed is a pattern. He always asks, what's the best? He has, he's had incredible guests. I mean, name someone he's probably had them on his show. Um, but one of the questions that you always ask them is, uh, what's a, one piece of best advice that you've received and what's some of the worst advice you've received? Uh, so I was just curious to ask you the same thing. <laughs> no one's ever asked me. That's good. That's good. I like that, Brian. Yeah, no one ever, no one ever asked me that back. Um, <laughs> now it's hard. Like now, now I'm used to seeing my, audience, uh, my, my guests struggle with the question. Now you get to see me struggle. Okay, let's start with the best. I think the best piece of advice was something I came across when I was studying purpose and dharma. Dharma is the Sanskrit word for purpose, which is from the text that I studied when I lived as a monk. And I think the best piece of advice I've heard is that there are two lies that we've all been told. And the first lie is that you're nothing. You're worthless. You never amount to something. How many of you heard that from teachers, family, aunts, uncles, friends? Right, you're nothing, you're worthless. You'll never amount to anything. You'll never make it. You're destined for failure. That's a lie. It's a lie we've been told. And the other lie we've been told is you can be anything you want. Just pick it, just be it, just do it, do anything. And the reason why that's a lie is because often it makes you chase something that isn't even important to you. So the best piece of advice I've ever heard, received, or given is you can't be anything you want, but you can be everything you are. And everything you are is all you need to be. It's so much more powerful. It's so much better. I promise you, it's so much better to become everything you are than what anyone else in the world is because it's the only thing that will truly satisfy you. So that's the best piece of advice I've ever heard, received, or given. The worst piece of advice I've ever been heard, received, or given is you're too old. You're too young. You're too early. You're too late. Ah, you're ahead of the curve. Ah, you're behind. Any of these extremes, any of these polarities, the truth is you're not ahead or behind. You're not early or late. You're not old or young. You're exactly where you need to be. You're exactly, exactly where you need to be. I've seen people achieve incredible things in their 20s 
for it to all fall apart in their 30s. I've seen people who learned lessons in their 30s and 40s and are cruising and winning in their 50s. I've seen people who look like they're winning for 30 years and for everything to fall apart in their 60s. There's just no timeline. There's no schedule. So anyone who tells you there's a timeline, there's a deadline, there's a lifeline to what you're doing, it's bad advice. So don't ever listen to anyone tell you that you're too old, you're too young, you're too late, you're too early, you're too ahead, you're too behind, you're too anything. They're just too stupid, right? So just don't. The other question I have is I think that, you know, we've had a lot of incredible thought leaders, speakers uh, that we've listened to. How many people listen to podcasts and you listen to thought leader speakers just like yourself? And I think for me, a lot of times we're kind of talking about it backstage is I always say that everyone's going through a fight. You just don't know the fight that others are going through. And anytime that you see someone that is achieving or they're having success behind that success, there's an obstacle, there's a challenge, there's a fight, there's conflict. Um, and I know that you've experienced that. And I don't think that everyone gets to hear sometimes the fight and the struggles that you've gone through to be here with us tonight even. You know, I mean, it hasn't been an easy journey. And I don't know uh, if you could just pick out one challenge or fight or obstacle or point of conflict that you've had to overcome to become. Yeah. Um, I'd love to hear it personally. Just. Yeah, I mean, what, everything I just said is everything I was told and heard. So I remember really believing that there was a community like you in the world that wanted to find themselves through content they consumed. I really believe that there was a group of people out there who wanted more than just what everyone else was chasing. And when I first pitched that idea to lots of executives and media companies, they all said there was no market for it. They said that I was too old. They said that I was too inexperienced in this area. And so then I networked with executives. I would go to events like this just to kind of find some. I remember chasing an executive on his bike in London <laughs> just to get a conversation in with him or like going to an event and just waiting till the end of the event just to talk to a guy. And then they'd say the same thing to me, like, Jay, you don't have enough experience. This isn't your thing. Like, you don't really know much about this. Like, you didn't study media. And then I ended up at countless, countless meetings, even after having 10 billion views and all the rest of it, I end up at a podcast company that says they want to produce my podcast. And they pull out two weeks before we launch. So this is January 2019. The podcast launched February 2019, 14th February 2019. And literally two weeks before, this company that said they were going to pay for it, produce it, we've already gone and filmed a ton of the episodes, they pull out and they say this to me in their words, we don't think it's going to be a big podcast. <laughs> they literally said that to me. And this is one of the biggest podcast production companies in the world. And at the time, I only have, and I know it's not only, but at the time, comparatively today, at that time, I had a total of a million followers across my platforms. So I was really discouraged. I was like, crap, if they've pulled out, I've got two weeks left. We've already got the episodes. We've spent the money. It's all on me now to make this thing. 
And it was one of the best things that ever happened because it was what I was saying to you that at that point with the money we'd put into it, we were four months away from being broke. Like that's how much we'd put into it thinking we had this base. So me and my wife had enough money for rent and groceries and that was it. And I had 30 days if I didn't have the money for it, I couldn't pay for my visa to stay in this country, so I also would have to leave the country in 30 days. So the amount of pressure and stress that was on this working out was huge. And I'm just so grateful that you helped me do this. And I'm so grateful that the universe conspired for me to not be working with people who didn't believe in me. And that I'm actually really grateful that they pulled out. It was the best thing that ever happened. And so if I ever see that executive again, I'll probably give him the biggest hug. I might even kiss him. Because he did me the biggest favor. Right? I'm not, I'm not throwing it in his face. That would be the dumbest thing. If I'm bitter now and I'm, I'm like, look, I showed you, dude. I don't feel like that. I'm like, dude, you, I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for you. I appreciate you so much. So, I mean, there's so many stories I could go into, but what I've realized is that anyone you think, I've always thought this as well, even, even I've fallen for this trap, you keep thinking you get to a place where you no longer have to prove yourself. And as long as you're proving it to yourself, you're winning. The day you start trying to prove it to anyone else, you're losing. So do it because you want to prove it to yourself, right? Uh, and a lot, all your podcasts, you have really cool people, right? And I believe that the quality of our life is in direct proportion to the quality of people that we meet, um, books that we read. And my curiosity is, I know that interviewing all of these people, um, what's one of your favorite people that you might have interviewed that you got a distinction from the interview that you were not expecting? From their answer or from their presence? Just presence. Just, I mean, like, who was your favorite person you interviewed? Who was your least favorite? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, we've been lucky. We've been lucky. I've, I've really enjoyed all the interviews. I'm trying to think. We've got some amazing episodes wrapped up for next year. Kevin Hart, uh, Lewis Hamilton, for anyone who's into Formula One. Um, got, got some incredible guests coming up. But at the same time, I'd say my favorite guest has been recently, there have been two people. One is Dr. Gabor Mate. Anyone who's a parent, this is the guy to tune into. I don't think I know anyone who understands mental illness and trauma from a parenting childhood perspective better than Dr. Gabor Mate. Like, he should take all the plaudits and credit. He's unbelievable. We had him on the show recently. So if you're a parent, he's the guy to tune into. Uh, and Dr. Daniel Amen, I've had him on many times. He's a clinical neuroscientist. And uh, he said to me, he said this to me on the first time I interviewed him. He said that the human brain doesn't have the propensity, the ability to deal with fame until age 25. And that has stayed so close to me because I think that today so many people, so many young people are experiencing fame far before age 25. And when they're making mistakes or they're not getting it right, there needs to be a bit of compassion because chemically, biologically, the brain can't 
really deal with that much attention. And so I think those two guests are just incredible to follow in all the work they do. It's pretty neat. We've, we've had both of them. I love that. Yeah. I know that. I didn't uh, know that. And Kevin Hart is so fun and gracious. So we, we talked probably, uh, was it last year at Epic? Oh, that's awesome. It was. Uh, it was virtual. He was going to be live. No, it was two years ago. He's going to be live. We ended up doing it virtual. But we ended up talking like for probably an hour before we even got to the interview. And uh, there were so many dif different correlations that um, one of the things that lessons that I took away from him was he was talking about parenting and, you know, how his you know, kids were kind of being brought into this world of a little bit different world, you know, and and I was like, yeah, I was like, I, I'm experiencing that too. What do you do? He goes, well, I just have to tell him, look, your dad has it, right? <laughs> but it doesn't mean you have it. You can enjoy it because I have it. But he got it because he was willing to go outside the comedy clubs and, you know, take the train for four hours and yeah, not yeah. get in and travel back to Philly. And, and I think that that's so important that it is developed through that perseverance and that, yeah. that uh, investment of your time and yeah. your energy and um, who was the other doctor that you were saying? Uh, Dr. Gabor Mate. Gabor. Gabor, yeah. He's, he just wrote a book called The Myth of Normal. Okay. If, if you're a parent and you're worried about setting your... The Myth of Normal. Myth of Normal. If, you're, if you really want to just set your kids up for success, if you are a parent or you want to be a parent, or, or if you take care of children, you know, like I think that's... And I, and I really do think protecting our future generations is... Yes. You know, that's what I'm kind of dedicating a lot of my work to is setting up everyone but also just really working on setting up parents setting up younger audiences because the world's getting harder and tougher and more challenging and more difficult and we need all the help we can get but he's someone that i i really felt like nailed it i've, I've not met someone like him I think yeah the thing that we have to realize is the better we become the more aware we become the better we can show up for them yeah and um and so that's great and so uh we Definitely appreciate your time. Thank you. And uh, everything that you've given us and Thank shared you. with us. I appreciate us. you, John. And um, give it up for Jay, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for listening to this episode of BU with BU. Please rate, review, and subscribe. For more content from Brian, connect with him on social at Brian Undy or shoot him a text at 502-221-9798. You can also visit his website, brianunderwood.com.